my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to make it work once. Even if something doesn't fit regularly into your life, you can probably make it happen from time to time. Acknowledging this can change the way you see your life. I have had thousands of people track their time for me over the years. Usually I have people track one week, which is 168 hours. And I make sure to tell people that there are no typical weeks. It really doesn't matter which week you choose to track because we can still learn a lot. But I'm still fascinated to see some of the editorial comments people insert into their logs about how it isn't a typical week. Some of my favorite comments are about leisure activities that don't fit with people's narratives. For instance, one woman went to the spa during the week that she tracked. She made sure to write me this. This never happens. Though clearly, it did. We all develop certain stories about our lives. If we think we are working all the time or have no time for fun, when we do get time off work or we do have fun, we have to figure out a way to make this fit with our narratives. So we might decide that it is so rare that it is not worth acknowledging. The problem with that, though, is that then we don't get the full benefit of anticipating, savoring, and reminiscing. Of course, this can go the other way, too. Sometimes we talk ourselves out of trying something that we'd like to try because it can't fit in our lives all the time. I love to run in the mornings, and unfortunately at this stage of my life with a toddler who sometimes has bad nights and who wakes unpredictably, it can be pretty challenging to pull off morning runs. That said, it is not impossible. Even if I can't guarantee that I can run at precisely 6.30 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I can run in the morning, sometimes. For instance, I can usually make it work at least one weekend day each weekend. And if I planned ahead and coordinated with my husband, I'm sure I could do one weekday each week if I wanted to as well. This is a far cry from none. So we want to make sure our narratives are accurate. If there is something you'd love to do, but it doesn't fit regularly in your life, see if you can make it happen once in the next two weeks. Look at your calendar. See what time might be a possibility. Figure out the logistics required to make it work. 
Calling in chits once every two weeks probably isn't going to overtax anyone in your life. But if you acknowledge that this good thing is happening, it can change the story you tell yourself. For instance, I can think, hey, I get to run in the morning. It may not happen as easily or as often as I'd like, but it is still happening. And if you get to visit a spa, well, why try to convince yourself that this never happens? You're much better off putting it on the calendar, looking forward to your fun, savoring it while it happens, and then recounting the happy memory afterward. That way you can maximize your enjoyment. Whereas if you try to convince yourself that it never happens, well, what fun is that? Other than to maintain a narrative of being a martyr, I guess. And that can be fun in a way. But as we often say here at Before Breakfast, no one wins in the Misery Olympics. Better not to take part. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That Before Breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.